0: The news on CJOB no, Skylar, with oh, Richard Cluche and
1: Julie Buckingham. Now, I
0: apologize when I say this. You're probably closer to being a teenager than you are someone like me, kind of an older married adult.
2: Yeah. I'm uh I guess I would say I'm four years removed from being a teenager. All right. But I could get married in four years. That's possible.
0: It is absolutely possible. I,
2: uh, there's a long way to go to know as much as you do, though, Richard. It'll be a, a life's journey. Yeah, my
0: <laughs> head sometimes explodes, doesn't it, Simon? Simon Treppel is with us. He's a husband, he's a dad, he's a stepdad, and he is also a child and adolescent psychiatrist. So, uh, But he's put his prescription pad away uh, for a couple of weeks, I hope. Uh, how are you, sir? I'm great. How are you guys doing? Um really well and and I ask that uh, because I think a lot of us have gone through a whole lot, and you know we're six months into twenty twenty, and uh, this year could be done absolutely done because it seems to me that uh, there's always something the latest is flooding in western Manitoba that puts pressure on us, so every couple of weeks we have a conversation generally about how things are going, and some helpful hints. As parents for handling stuff. But sometimes, every once in a while, Simon, we got to very much like in the airlines, we got to put our mask on before we can help others. So, how are we doing as adults in dealing with all this? Because yeah, our kids know, quick. right? Our kids know.
1: Well, that's why I, I tell you every week or every couple of weeks, I tell you these things. It's true, our kids know. And let me preface how I'm doing by saying I'm on day four of a vacation in Clear Lake. So uh, I'm definitely doing great because of that. So I've had four days of, you know, playing with my kids, but also kind of doing more of the things I enjoy. And this is our, our, our family annual vacation. But uh, but you're right. In general, parents are limping across the school finish line this year and uh, are really experiencing a lot of burnout in extremely high numbers. And, and I think we all feel that sort of summer started a few months ago, um, as well as school being on at the same time. And, uh, but now that it becomes official, I think many, many, many parents are really worried about uh, we now have to do all of this over again for the next few months um, while we're already tired and while we don't have teachers in school to help us structure things. Uh oh, I think we're in trouble.
0: You often will kind of share how you're handling the situation because. You've got a, you know, a a busful in your brood there. Uh Yeah. And and you have check-in times with the kids every once in a yeah. while. Talk a little bit about that because sure. th- this is important uh because so often we just kind of hang out together and, and but we're hanging out together, we're not engaging. Talk about yeah. that l- weekly engagement that you like to do.
1: Sure. So uh, one of the beauties of the approach I've taken to parenting is I have this idea about this checking in with my kids every week at least. Um, and we make an, a point of making almost an appointment out of it. I realize the optic of a child psychiatrist having a weekly appointment with his kids is certainly a little concerning, but it's actually mostly about how they're doing and checking in with them because I think the relationship with our kids is really the only thing that allows us to kind of sleep all at night if things are going well. And if the relationship with our kids is not going well, we don't sleep as well. And uh, and so the reality of it is that is what I ask parents to focus on is the relationship with their kids. And you'll notice that your kids, whether they're children or teenagers, actually structure their own uh, appointments or times with their friends or people that matter to them by saying, hey, let's make plans to do this tomorrow or next week. But we as parents don't often do that with our kids. We try to catch them as we can, which means we're actually making our time with them seem less important than the time they make with their friends. So what I've done is made a point of making it really important to say, hey, I really want to spend some time with you. Could we make, meet maybe on Sunday around 2 o'clock so we can check in how things are going? And that, if you do that, that's, that's called structure. And I think that one of the things I want to let parents know right now going into summer is you have to create structure. The job of the adult and parent, uh, a lot of the time is in a role with your kids, is to create structure so that you can actually build something that can then sort of maintain itself without you being around. So, for instance, your house has a structure, and if the structure was haphazard or wasn't really focused on, you would be spending all of your time trying to maintain your house standing. And the same thing will happen with your kids over the summer if you don't create a bit of structure in their day which means scheduling things scheduling you know sleep time generally speaking scheduling some chores you may want them to do scheduling their meal time if you don't do some minimal scheduling some non-negotiables you're not going to create any buoys for them in this really really chaotic ocean of the next three or four months so that'd be the first thing i'd tell parents is create some structure and say we're going to meet at least every week and, and write it down somewhere, make a point of it, because they make a point of, of scheduling important times with their friends. So let's do that for our kids.
2: And, Simon, what are some of those things you – you notice that you might not otherwise, because I know in, uh, in my relationship with my parents, we, we didn't do the structured thing. I think that's, um, you know, it's a great idea, but maybe not one that's all that common just yet. And you could be waiting, uh, you know, for a moment together that, uh, you, like you said, doesn't really come around and you're just trying to catch them here and there. But during that time, you know, how their feeling is kind of rubbing off on me subconsciously, how I'm yep. acting is rubbing off on them. So what yep. what kind of things do you learn in those conversations that uh, you might not otherwise?
1: Well, it's a really big chance to go back and sort of re-examine some of the scars of the week and to see if things are healing properly. Because when you have a busy family, you're going to have lots of triumphs. You're going to also have lots of conflicts. And most families, unfortunately, don't circle back and take care of the conflicts and resolve things. And instead, what we do in our relationships is we ruminate about things. And rumination is stressful. Rumination creates tension in relationships and families. So what I ask people to do is that weekly meeting is a chance for me sometimes to circle back to something that happened in the week and and try to resolve it in a really helpful way and also in in a parental way, meaning that I'm not trying to go back and get them for something. I'm trying to say, hey, I remember on Tuesday we had that really bad interaction Um, I felt really bad about that. How are you feeling about that? And it can be something as simple as that. If you do that in a structured way, you can both remain calmer because it's expected. Whereas if you try to catch them whenever you can, it may not be a great moment for you or it may not be a great moment for them. And that's when things start going sideways. So I I do try to catch my kids as much as I can in those spontaneous moments. But I also keep a non-negotiable time to meet with me because I want to make sure that we don't just try to keep saying, yeah, we'll catch each other and then this can go on for months that is why um, it's different and the reality of it is our generations have changed Skylar so your parents didn't really structure you because you could structure yourself just fine because we could go outside and play for six or eight hours and figure out a way with our friends to do that for whatever, sorry, not for whatever reason. For many reasons, things have changed in our society and our culture, and COVID is really putting a spotlight on those things, and now we need the structure because our children do not have opportunities like they did before to spend time with their friends. They don't go outside and play all day long, so now we have to do something different as parents, and that's why I'm suggesting structure might be a beautiful thing to start because it's a win-win for everybody.
0: Simon Treppel is with us. Husband, dad, stepdad, and child and adolescent psychiatrist on 680 CJOB be. And, you know, I was just thinking, as you said that, uh, if I am angry at somebody, I will sometimes write that angry email, but I will not send it. Not send it. And I will impose the, depending on the eight hour, yep. the 12, the 24, or the 48 hour rule, very much like, uh, like what we're taught in, in coaching. But I wonder, you know, you're on vacation. Uh, a lot of parents are having this hybrid vacation how about electronics and the cell phone? Does that get yeah. checked um, when you're in Clear Lake in the sense that uh, the kids, you're just going to put it away for a couple of weeks, or do you allow them that time that as part of the structure to be on social media, to reconnect or to connect with uh, with their friends here in Winnipeg?
1: Yeah, so I had a deep sigh when you said that, because I have to continually impress upon parents and adults that are born Prior to 1990, the importance, or probably quite frankly a bit earlier than that, but the importance of screen time for kids and teenagers as, as being part of a way to literally maintain their friendships. This is the way they do it now. It's not the only way, but it is one of the really important ways. So asking them to put that away doesn't make a lot of practical sense right now. It's going to cause a lot of stress, but it does, doesn't mean you can't limit it. It doesn't mean you can't control it. And it doesn't mean you can't maintain some of the really important boundaries like you do not sleep in the same room with your phone. And uh, because we know that impacts sleep for kids, teenagers, and adults, because it increases cortisol, 30% of teenagers also check texts all night long um, without telling their parents. You know, 10% are helping uh, one of their friends with a mental health issue um, get through something during their, their time they're supposed to be sleeping. So there's many reasons why. So, no, I, I'm a little more liberal with vacation for, for screen time unless I see some bad trends occurring. Um, but I also make sure I play with my kids for a couple hours every single day outside.
2: What about younger kids, Simon? I know um, my cousin has uh, twins, just turned two this spring. And, um, you know, I, I never grew up with an iPad in my hand or anything like that, but it's something you see often now. And it uh, provides a, a valuable break for the parents, I'm sure. Um, and But it's not necessarily a necessity. A break, from a, a break. Well, I don't know. I'm not a parent. Just
1: a, a break just, from parenting. Well, yes. A break from parenting, except that your parents didn't take a break from parenting. Right. Or didn't get didn't get us so or maybe TV was a bit of that. The reality of it is, uh, Skylar, is that the American uh, Psychological Association and the Pediatric Association as well has basically said screen time before prior to age five is not recommended whatsoever. And if it is to be used, it's it has to be completely supervised um, because uh, there's a lot of really scary stuff going on. There's uh, three year olds renting uh, cars from from you know uh rent car rental places there's also lots of really not great content for for younger kids so i i don't personally have a problem with kids be, between ages 2 to 5 kind of thing having some screen time but using it as a way to get a break as a parent i don't think is a great i realize we're all doing it it's not the healthiest way to do that and so there are other ways to do that um sometimes putting some toys around a child where they can't choke on anything can be helpful um you know tuckering them out for some, some activities so they have to rest, um, doing something else in real time. I realize these are challenges, but I I say we have to limit screen time prior to age five as much as we can. They say an hour a day at the maximum, fully supervised with content that is safe for a young child. Um, and I realize that might be very contrary to what you're asking me about, Skylar. So what do you think, though, about that?
2: I think I have a lot to learn before I start having kids.
1: (laughs) Uh, Yeah, me too. Uh, We we all do. And this is a really, uh, the Pandora box has been opened, unfortunately, with screens. And we're now all kind of reeling stuff back and figuring out kind of what the true impact of these things are right now. Dr. Simon Treppel
0: joins us on Thursdays every couple of weeks. Thank you, my friend. Appreciate it.
1: Beautiful. You guys, thanks a lot. And have a great next few days. The News on CJOB with Richard Cloutier and Julie Buckingham.